stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I'm back in Arizona. I'm so glad to be back from that cold weather in Chicago. You know, we're going to get right to the show. I got a great friend to play with me. Um, every show I have, I'm going to have a great friend. Uh, play with me at the University of Wyoming. Um, I play receiver, and um, this gentleman played linebacker, so I had to sometimes, like, block back on him, you know, like a, a backwards block, you know, if you know football, you know. And um, the biggest guy used to knock me over. Then he, like, after he knocked me over, he picked me up, like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm okay. You hurt me. But um, i like to welcome my um, listeners. Um, he was... Um, uh, all American at Wyoming, um, played with, um, Atlanta Falcons, I think it was, you know, I gotta get it right, you know, and, um, Galen Thaxton, are you there, Galen? I'm here, I'm here, how you doing, James? Good, I'm good. Galen, tell everybody what you know, your, all your honors and where you played at. Well, yeah, like you said, I played at the University of Wyoming as All American and, uh, whack at the time when we were in that conference and went on to play for the New York Giants, San Diego Chargers and the Atlanta Falcons from, um, from 88 to 92. And, you you know, and it's just good to get back and, like, and talk to guys that, you know, we play with and do different things. You know, Galen, you know, I know, um, what kind of business you run out there in Wyoming? I am an insurance agent. Actually, I guess put a little plug in for State Farm Insurance. been an agent for them for uh, 11 years now. I've been with the company for around 17 years. You know, I, I'm going to cut you off about, you know, being this short. You know, we got to get relaxed, Galen. We got to get, like, we'll be back in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well get ready. You know how I am, Galen. <laughs> I haven't changed. I got to do you. But, you know, I got a guest on the line for you, Galen. Rod Tyson, are you there? I'm here, man. <laughs> Rod, I can't Galen on the line. You know, Rod? I'm doing pretty good. <sighs> and, uh, you know, I just want to say that, I played at Wyoming, and I clap for a lot of All Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Rod? Before we get all these do yous and get having a good time on the show, tell everybody you know what you did. You played for the basketball team, University of Wyoming, and what you're doing now. Well, right now I'm a, one of the directors at Cathedral Home for Children in Laramie, Wyoming. I'm also the girls' high school basketball coach at Laramie High School. And don't forget, you played on the University of Wyoming basketball team. Let them know that. I want them to know yeah, that. Of course, yeah, you said that. But I, I definitely I played from '85 to '89, and like I said, we had a lot of good players on the football and basketball team during that time. You two being one of them, and uh, that's what I said. I clapped for a lot of All Americans when I was in school. 
And, and you know, so they went to they had that Sweet Sixteen team played in UCLA, yeah. uh, and uh, and the six uh, so the, what the thirty two round and and beat them to go to the Sweet Sixteen where they played uh, UNLV in the blue. Played UNLV, the eventual they went on and won the championship during that year. Yeah, yeah. So and, and, we played Virginia. And then uh, UCLA, who had Reggie Miller and Pooh Richardson, and then we uh, played uh, Armand Gilliam and yeah, Armand Hanks and all those guys at the UNLV. I, I see what you guys doing now, Galen and Rod. Y'all don't want me to get the clowning on that. See, y'all want to talk about, you know, I'm going to get to that. But I, we got to have fun, you know. Right. <laughs> we got to have fun. I'm, we gotta, I, I got some do-yous, you know what I'm saying, Galen? You know, I, <laughs> the last time I see Galen Rod, we was out here for the Super Bowl for when it was out here in Arizona. Remember that, Galen? Yes, I do. And I'm walking around, you know, this party for the NFL players, and I see this guy. I'm like, God, do I know? I know that guy from somewhere. You know, he was, you know, I was looking all sharp. You know, I had a, you know, I'll tell you about that. I had like a fight all suit on, but, you know, I all G'd up. But, you know, <laughs> we talk about that. But, you know, it was good to see Galen like, Rod and, like, back, like, you know, uh, Rod and Galen. I have a question, you know, with all my listeners like to hear, you know, with, what's coming on with the young kids? I know, Rod, you, t- you, you coach girls, and Galen, you've been in the thing. What's up with the parents controlling the kids to live the dream through them? Galen, can you start off? Is that fair for the kids? Oh, man, certainly. You know, sometimes when people, you know, don't have the athletic ability themselves, you know, to go out and produce when they were younger, then they try to live, you know, their life through their kids if if uh, their kids seem to have some type of talent. But I'm going to tell you now, uh, James, you know as well as Rod, you know, it's very few and far between to have an opportunity to play on the Division One college level, or even, and in, 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 as far as making it to uh, the NFL, you know, that or the NBA. That's a very, very high achieving positions. You know, it's hard to do. So, uh, you know, it's good that they're that they're athletic and and they succeed at those. You know, some of the lower levels of sports, but not everybody's going to play at that level. That's why education. So, first, now I don't want to get too serious right here because I. I do want to go off on you a little bit, and 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 some of the stuff we used to do in college. So you know, I'm, I'm just waiting on you to get started so I can tear you up. Cause I'm, used, I'm used to doing that. <laughs> well, you know, get it. You ain't gonna hold back on me. We got it. We gonna do it on this show. <laughs> but you know, I, I got. I'm, I can't get wait wait to get on you too, Galen. You know, I'm ready. I I wore a t-shirt today to work. You know, <laughs> but but Rod, but you you coach girls and you know how it is. You know, you see um, athlete come and go, and you a coach. Tell tell us more what you think. Well, I can tell you that you know parents that try to live through their kids it's, it's pretty sad. We have you know there's always kids that are pretty good. They work hard, but their parents' expectations are a lot better or a lot higher than their own ability. Their kids are never going to be the best player. You know, I had a couple parents tell me that, you know, my kid back in seventh grade was uh, MVP at the cowgirl camp. <laughs> well, everybody gets MVP at the cowgirl camp. <laughs> you know, they want to motivate you and keep you happy. It doesn't mean if you don't keep working on your game, you ain't going to be MVP by the time you get to high school. Right. You know, so we get a lot of – I get a lot of those things. But, you know, the parents – you know, a coach told me a long time ago that, you know, parents are triangle. You know, coaches see the team and then the individual player like a triangle. And then for parents, it's an upside-down triangle. Parents see their kid and then what the team can do for their kid instead of the other way around. You know, so I always tell the kids, you know, I'm here to work with you, try to make you as good as I possibly can and help you be successful. 
and I tell the parents that, you know, I'm the coach during the season, and you're the parent at home. They listen to you at home, they listen to me during the season in basketball. And, you know, we have a pretty good relationship with the parents now, but I've had some in the past that, you know, they know more than me. They never even played basketball, but they know more than I do. Mm. So it, it, it's a it's a big thing. I mean, you hear about all those things on TV, you know, people attacking coaches because their kid's not playing. And, right. You know, it's ridiculous. So all those things are pretty scary. You know, now we got uh, coaches getting shot. Yeah. That, that. Well, you know, Rod, I agree with you on that, and I'm coming back to you, Rod. But, Galen, yes, ev- everybody can't make it in the pros. You know, everybody wants to, but everybody want to leave that dream. But you can't shoot a kid down for wanting to live that dream. So how would you, as you coming up, and, like, you know, your kids and other kids that come to you and say, how do you make it? But you still want them to live that dream, right? So what would you say to them? Well, you always want to nurture a kid and, you know, kids come and, like, I've coached Little League football since uh, I finished playing ball. So I coach uh, kids and, you know, everybody's at their different level at, from the age of, we, we start from the age about uh, 10 years old to about 13 in our program. And so you always nurture them. You try to help them to get better. You know, they may have that goal of doing that. That's something that probably shouldn't even be discussed at that level because, uh, kids, you know, grow at different paces. Some kid might be dominant at that level, dominant at that level, and, uh, you know, he does pretty well, but then the other kids catch up to him in high school, and then they're better than that person. And so you never want to, you know, uh, discourage a kid from trying to reach that level or anything. You just want to coach him at his ability. You, I don't try to, uh, you know, dishonor a kid by talking down to him and telling him, trying to crush their dreams or anything like that. You just try to coach him as best you can and give him the, some of the uh, teachings, like Rod had mentioned earlier, uh, that his coach taught him about the triangle, looking at the team. And, you know, those things we have passed down from people who taught us how to play, and, and we just try to pass those down to, to kids at our different levels that we coach and, and try to help them out and, and help them to be successful. But you certainly don't want to tell a kid, well, you know, you're not good enough to play on the professional level because you never know because those same kids, I, I had coaches tell me that, that I wasn't good enough to play in the NFL or in the uh, Division One college level, and I proved them wrong, and that was part of my motivation, you know, was to prove people wrong when they told me when I couldn't do something. So I don't, you know, have those type of – I don't have those balls to tell somebody that they can't do nothing. I can teach them how to play, and it depends on what they can do as far as mentally – uh, how tough they are and how uh, motivated they are to be successful in that particular sport. So they don't have to work hard on and off the field to be the best player that they can be. And if that's the NFL, awesome. If it's high school, fine. If it's you know junior high, that's fine. Yeah. But they have to put some investment into it off the field as well as on the field in order for them to be successful with the abilities that they have. That's a good point, Gavin. We're going to come back with you when you send it um you was told that you wouldn't be able to make it, so we're going to come back to that a little later. But, Rod, you know, with you, you, you coach girls, and, and, like, with guys, they got football, basketball, baseball, but the women, they only got basketball really to look forward to in the pro. How is that hard for you when they come and say, I want to play pro basketball, and what do you do? Well, I just tell them that, you know, it's, it's very hard. I tell them the percentages. I even go as far to look up the percentages as far as – uh even getting a Division One scholarship, how hard it is. Not only are you competing against everybody in our 50 states, 
but you're competing against girls that you don't even know about in other countries now that are getting those scholarships that used to just go to American kids. So it is very, very difficult, and you have to be exceptional. You have to work really hard to get that done. So just imagine the percentage they get to go to pros, you know. So I all the only thing I tell them is you work as hard as you possibly can, and that way you can be the best that you can. But alongside of that is your education. So that'll take you a lot farther than the sports will, especially if you don't make it to the pros. And and, and that's a good thing. We talk about education, like you say, Rod. That's the key. And Galen mentioned that earlier. You know, and, and you know, Galen them know. You guys know how that is. That's very important because injuries come involved, and then it ends your career, or you might have your career might not even start it. But these injuries, you know, and you got to have something to fall back on. And people don't understand that as as. As growing up, they just figure, I'm going to make it, make the money. Am I right, Gayla? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, education is the key. And the majority of us, that's one thing I've always been proud of uh, from all of us guys who went to the University of Wyoming, uh, especially the African-American guys, not that, the, that we're leaving out any of the, the Caucasian or anybody else, but all of us, probably the majority of us uh, got degrees, maybe like 95% of us have our degrees in whatever uh, we have them in, business, uh, education, and most of the guys, and we were all successful on and off the field, uh, and that's we're, we're successful because we put the time in on the on the field or on the court, and that's also in the school, in the classroom, and so that's what I'm most proud of is the, all the guys that we went to school to. I don't, I can't even, I don't even know anyone that's not really successful in what they do, and so uh, I always tell my teammates on occasion. That uh, that I'm proud of him because, or you, um, you know, even Ty, me and Tyson, I be tearing him up in golf all the time right yeah, now. Yeah, so, uh, him and Scoob, yeah, I think you had Scoob on your show, and I just yeah. tearing him up. We, we we went from the from the basketball court or the football field to playing golf now, and we're really just as competitive doing that. So. Well, we got a long show, Galen. We got to talk about your golf game because I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you're lying to the listeners, but what I heard, Rod, his golf game wasn't all that. He yeah. been talking. Well, the last three years, he, <laughs> the last no, the last two years he's been winning, and he's he been talking smack for these last two years. But he fails to remember that the first five years we used to beat him like a drum. But he, he has gotten a lot better. And the last few years, i got to give him to him. He's been kicking just about everybody's butt. And letting you know about it, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you see. I try to play a game and not talk. I just try, you know, it's a friendly game. Let's just have some fun. It's right, right, you see, I ain't saying nothing about golf. He got to throw that in. You know, I yeah. kick Rod and Scoob. You had him on your show <laughs> and golf. I ain't bring that up. Did I, Rod? I ain't saying nothing about I'm saying. I'm, You know, he I'm got a little bragging about you. That's fine. We competitive. He like he Tiger Woods, don't he? Galen Woods. Now, that's your new name. Well, we're going to take a break, and I'll be back with Rod Tyson. I got Galen Woods here, you know, because he think he like Tiger. And um, this is James Lovey Holton. Loving that sports talk, and I'll be back with my guest. Thank you. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. 
Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, our host in Loving That Sports Talk. And I got my host on the uh, my guest on the line, Galen Saxon and uh, Rod Tyson. And you know, we now we gonna start calling Galen Galen Wood because you know when we was on break, we all had a discussion, Rod. Then we and Galen just act like he just the Tiger Woods of, of golf, don't he? But yeah, we, we yeah, I got to throw it out yeah, there, Rod. That was five years ago, right? Yeah, you know, he he still out of the eight years he's won. Three years, and I've won <laughs> two years, and I won five. So, you know, you got, I know that don't you add up. But we, we'll give a so tie for one of those years. Five skills, right there, don't you love? What's that? He, he, he said over the last eight years he won five, and I won two. Now, what happened on that other year? Yeah, what happened on that other year, Rod? I got to go again. That was now. a tie. <laughs> I'll give us a tie on that one. That was a tie. <laughs> yeah, in none of those. <laughs> you, you don't count it a tie year, Galen. All right, let's get that uh, right. Yeah, so he, he's, uh, if you want to look at the record, out of years, he'll be two, five, and one for a draw. Nah, nah. <laughs> I don't see that. I said something. I'm like a defensive back, man. My memory is a race. And then, Rod, what's funny part of all was when I came out to Wild, man, I think I came to about three, four years ago, we played dominoes. He's going to try and bring that up. Well, we beat you in domino. Galen, all he wanted to bring up when he beat, you know what I'm saying? Well, he can't say that about me. Cause he, I, I can't say no Rod against me. We play about two hundred games a year, so. And what's the what's the stats on that? <laughs> you don't want to know. He tearing me up, man. He, I, I had to give him that. Well, I'm not gonna, Rob. What was the stats on that? He he tearing Rob. What was well, the stats? I can tell you that you know the very first year we did it, which was two years ago. He mm-hmm. won the first seven. 
but by the end of the year, he was down like 50. So I'll just go from there. (laughs) Not to mention this last year, he was down about the same. I think it was in the 40s, but, you know, he's down 100 games. Well, I'm thinking that he got them bones a little bit marked or something, man. I don't know what that is. You can't lose that. You can't lose like that, but I was more competitive this year than I was last year. I guess I tell you that, man. <laughs> Rod, it always starts with Gilly though. Won't say, "Okay, I, I, I'm not good at that. You beat me, Rod." No, Whenever no, he no, say no, that, Rod, no. I'll be happy. Hey, I gave, yeah, I gave him. Now. He tell me I'm just lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want a lot of games against him, but it's lucky for me. Yeah, he's just good. Now, he got some he has some skills now. But you on the other hand, love, I can say something to you. <laughs> I ran you up out of Wyoming, so that's why you down in Arizona right now. <laughs> you dig because that you beat me. I left that night. I was supposed to stay over. I packed up and left. You like <laughs> hey, that's, that's a serious beating if somebody leaves after you. I did. School was like, Y'all can spend the night. I'm like, I got all so mad I left. <laughs> And you know, if Scooby beating you in something too, that's, that tells you something. Right that, that tells you I'm bad. Yeah, I'm you bad. On, you on the low. You on the low end. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you know, guys, I got a question. You know, Galen and um, Tyson, how important is to have teammates? You know, just to have good good teammates. You know, because you look at what you know, Rod. You know, basketball and getting you football. But what um, LeBron I'm going through? If you don't have that chemistry of teammate connecting, how important is that for a team? You know, just I mean, on and off the field. You want to go ahead first, Rod? Well, I think they get along well off the field, you know, off the court. I think they, they do a really good job. You know, they're friends. That's why they, they play all those tournaments and, and games and Olympics and Pan Am games and all those things. But, you know, it takes a while, court chemistry, because all of them were the go-to guys. And now you put three go-to guys on the same team, it's going to take a while to figure out who's better at this, who's better at that. And then also – Inside of them, they're going to let some stuff go and go. Okay, you do this, I do that, and then you get your team built. And it's going to take it's going to take a while, but you know, just the fact that they won so many games is still amazing to me because usually that many good players and not enough basketball. Well, and Galen, with, with football, everybody say you have the best players on there. They should win, you know, the Super Bowl. But it's not the best players. The one, the team that the the chemistry together. Like look at the team that clicked, like Green Bay. They clicked at that time of bringing the team. They then how that mean superstars? Am I right, Gail? Oh yeah, you know they didn't. But what they had is you know a common goal. Uh, they they didn't have the best athletes. You know they had a great quarterback who uh, they had a good quarterback that was very very hot at the time. And so uh, they played very well defensively. You know football's a little bit different and, uh, than basketball because you have so many other um, players and you have you know twenty two players on the field. On basketball, and you have ten, you know, I mean, football and ten with basketball. So, you know, the chemistry with the football team has to be. Uh, uh, it's, it might be a little bit more important to have the cohesiveness of the football team because you have so many different other positions. Offensive lines got to click. The um, quarterbacks got to be clicking with the offensive line. Uh, the running backs, you know, wide receivers. So there's so many things, you know, that have to be working at the same time, and and so. Uh, everybody has to be on the same page. And one thing about athletics in general is that you have to be smart to play athletics, you know. It's not something that's easy, you know. So you got to know what to do uh, going into a game. or That's why practice is so important, even though Iverson said it's not, you know. And so when you, when you practice together and when you, uh, you know, start to develop that chemistry 
through practices, you know, I start to mini camps and, and camps with basketball or, uh, you know, it starts in um, summer camps and football and then it, it goes throughout the season. And so you start building the chemistry during those times so that when you do happen to get on the field, then uh, you guys know what you're doing, you know. I, I, I know that coaching is a very important aspect of that as well, you know. Um, mm-hmm. One of the best coaches I've ever been around was Bill Belichick. He, was, he coached me. He was a linebacker coach at the New York Giants. And I tell you, that man knew how to coach. And uh, he still does, as you can see. And that's the reason why his teams are so successful. It's because he knows how to put a team together. So the leader on down from uh, and to the players is very important to me as far as chemistry is concerned. That's good you said that. Rod, I want to come to you because I always heard the quote from um, um, Dennis Rodman, like, I don't need to practice as long as I show up for game. Is that true, Rod, for your girl? I mean, you know, when you coaching, do you is practice important for you? Well, of course. That's all. You learn all your chemistry. You learn all your your idiosyncrasies, who can do what under what what kind of pressure, who's better at attacking zones, who's better at, you know, shooting the last second jump shots. You learn all those things through practice. And then of course you have to apply those in the game, but you know, it takes everyone working together and if you have one or two people that think that they don't need to do certain things, then you're never gonna be successful. They may be as players, you know, that you can have a selfish player be really good, but their team is never going to be really good. That's not going to happen. Can a team work together? You have to have common goals, and everyone has to want to believe. Everyone believes in each other and can be counted on when it's time to be counted on. Can a team with that many superstars make it? You know, can it be successful? Of course. I mean, look at uh, the old Lakers. They had a lot of good players on there. Well, watch, your, watch yourself now. Remember they had Carl Malone. They had all that. They didn't. They, Gary Payton, they weren't successful. Man, them people's old, man. They still made it to the championship. <laughs> they, but the, everybody, they, they couldn't get it done. But everybody's figuring that's going to win it, right? Oh, uh, but, you know, if they was all young, maybe. <laughs> but you got to realize that, you know, the people who can give up things, you could be a great player and say you average 25. You may have to only average 18 for your team to be successful. you got to pass more. And they have to figure all those things out. But you can have a lot of great, I mean, look at that. The Lakers won a lot. You had Magic, Byron Scott, Cooper, Kareem. I mean, they had a lot of great players on the team, worthy, and they were successful. But it takes time. You know, hey, also, uh, you know, I think that come in like Magic come in and win right away. What do you say, Gaylor? I think the Miami Heat. They're missing one player because I think defense is very, very important. And that's why the Celtics are so good uh, is because they play defense, you know, and they have some big bodies down low, and that's what Miami's missing. I mean, you have those great athletes with, you know, LeBron James and, and Wade, and, and you have Bosch down, a little bit down low. He's more like a maybe power forward or small forward, but they don't have anybody in the middle, man, and that's a big, big hole when it comes to your defense, man. And I think that's why they can't win those close games because they don't have a defensive stopper. You know, well, Galen, with football, they say defense with game, but then they got to say you got to have a run game. Is is that true? Oh yeah, yeah, you got to have a run game in football because uh, <clears throat> you you know it manages the clock. You know, mm-hmm. you're always putting the ball in the air, and you incomplete the ball, it's going to stop the clock. And when you're ahead in the game, <clears throat> you want to try to manage your time a little bit better. Of course, defense. Uh, on any on any sport, as far as I'm concerned, is the most important thing. Any team that has a defense has a chance to win the game. 
you know. And, um, uh, you know, you can have New England this past year who had uh, just great offense, and they had a good defense as well, but not good enough to win the championship, obviously, if they, they would have won it. Uh, but, you know, defense is very important, man. You agree with that, um, Rod? With, look, are y'all going to win? If you have the best score in the world, would that win the game for you? No. <laughs> defense has got to get it done. Maybe if it's a, a tie game with 10 seconds left, you want that best score on your team. <laughs> so maybe they can find a way to get it done. But to, in order to be in the game and have a chance to win it, it's going to take your defense to do that. And, you know, with my teams, I've coached boys and girls, and I coached overseas in Austria for a year. Defense is the only way to be successful. And, and we don't wear our Laramie High School practice jerseys. We wear our practice jerseys say defense on them. And I want them seeing nothing but defense, 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 because if you can't stop the other team, you have no chance of winning anyway. And, and and that's the key point, guys. And like you say, defense will win game because you know, Gator. When we played, you know, our defense was carried us when we went to the Holiday Bowl game. You guys were just great, and all we did was add it on. You know, am I right, Gator? Oh, yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all like through the season, y'all was awesome too. And but you guys ran up against a good defense, you know. And so if you have you know two good defenses on the field, uh, uh, and um, uh, uh, it's just a matter of who's going to get a turnover or, you know, who's going to make a play down the stretch so that the other uh, team's offense will have an opportunity to put some points on the board or even the defense put the, uh, the points on the board. But, you know, you, I mean, you guys played good all year and actually carried our team a lot of times. So when, when, when we've gone against the uh, offense, it's taking advantage of some of our weaknesses as well. So it's a team thing, you know. I mean, some games the defense is going to play well, uh, some, t- uh, some games – the uh, offense is going to play well, but if you have a, the most consistent defense uh, in the, any league, you have an opportunity to win that league. So, uh, and offense is important. But I'm not saying that, but you know, defense is probably the most important thing. And Rod, you I, know, um, I just want to tell you, love, go ahead. That uh, Galen has seen some of my my basketball teams, and we try <laughs> to put a lot of pressure on the other team. Oh man, they yeah. they just man, they just take teams out, and they just put their will on other teams. And uh, they they're, they're quick. He coaches them really well to be in the right position at the right time, and he turns the other team over. And um, uh, man, it just creates offense. It creates offense for them. Right, and exactly what I want to do too, Rod. I like you sent me some clips. I put that on my website. You know, I love to put that on there. And then when we come back from break, Rod, I want you to talk about too how it was when the 1987 the Wild when your team, how y- y'all was able to win and go down to Sweet 16. You know, so we get you talking about that. And I definitely want you to shoot me those pictures to put on my website, Rob, or your you know your school and what your team had done. And I'll put those pictures on there. But we're gonna take a break, and uh, we'll come back from this break. I got Galen Thaxton and Rod Tyson on the line. Uh, for the show today, and um, this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, back host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Galen Thaxon on the line. I got Rod Tyson. And uh, what well, we call Galen Ty- Galen Woods now. He think he's Tiger Woods, you know. And Rod. But, you know, we got another caller online that I, I, I just can't wait. This is like a reunion, you know. I got the <laughs> chips. I got the beer sitting here. Eric Glover, are you there? Oh, yeah, of course I'm here. <laughs> what's up, Glover? What's up, Glover? What's up, Hey, Mice is still making chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I'm gonna make some chicken wings, man. Some barbecue. That's always gonna be there. <laughs> can Can I bring up the diamond horseshoe glove? Can I bring that up? <laughs> Tyson, look, uh, uh, that Galen. Can I bring that up? <laughs> oh man, are you trying to take us way back now? Ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric Glover, you from San Diego. Tell all the listeners, you know, you bound along. Just tell them what you know who you are. One more time. Just tell them, you know, Eric Glover, where you at, you know. Uh, oh no, I'm Eric Glover, San Diego, California, sunny San Diego. It's about seventy five degrees out today. I'm sitting in a pair of shorts in my backyard <laughs> having some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Glove, we got to get some old time back in here. We got Jalen, we got Rob. What's the old time story you, you could tell? But you know what? Uh, Tyson was a basketball player. Right, yeah. You know, back back in the days in Wyoming, you know, the basketball players and the football players didn't hang out. You know, <laughs> yeah. when they recruited me to Wyoming, they tried to tell me that there were some black people in Wyoming, and I found out years later that Tyson was from Wyoming. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I turn my I turn my mic up. Wait, I guess somehow when those wagon trains was coming across those plains, the Tyson got Man, <laughs> killing me. Hey, but you got to realize I was imported at, at age sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was imported at age 16. 
Where was you imported from, Cyan? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was Panama City, Florida. Well, well, go, Gaylor, give me one good story about Wyoming when we all was there that you could, you know, reflect on. And she, man, there's so many crazy stories. Man. I just want one, just want one, Gaylor. All right, I, I got to make this clean, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to keep you have listeners on there. You probably got some kids on. Gaylor, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he I got to listeners on there. He's got to Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll tell y'all. I'll tell you go one ahead. story. Man. Go ahead, Rod. Give us one. Go ahead. You know, we was basketball players. You know, I came in at 202. I ain't 202 now, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm playing basketball. You know, we all go up to half acres, right? You got Chifo, all the gloves, all the jokers up there. We play basketball. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot of smack when we play. We all hung out together. Yeah. But if we get fouled, you know, usually you be like, you argue. Right. You know, like keep all gloves there. You, you, okay, that's foul. Yeah, okay. Your ball. Your ball. <laughs> you get fouled, you're scared. All right, man. I don't want to start no mess. The jumper was huge compared to us. <laughs> huge. Big old linebackers and linemen. We don't want to start no mess. We don't, we're on the same team, man. If this is foul, it's your ball. Yeah. Your ball. <laughs> you got one glove, Galen, before I can tell mine? Oh, no. Galen, you know what? Galen was always a stand up guy. I can't, the stories I have with Galen, I can't really tell on the air. But anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, Gator was always a stand-up guy. Gator was, uh, you know, one of those no-nonsense kind of guys. You know, he was out of different Colorado, you know, raised by his mom, so he was always straight and narrow. You know, Gator didn't really get in too much trouble. Gator was about school and football. You know, rarely, rarely dated the one woman he he dated, he married her. And, you know, that's a whole other story, but... Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother story there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gaylor, go again. I know you got a story, Gaylor. Go on. I got one story with uh, uh, when we it was the summertime, man. We always hung out at the summertime because we always need to go to summer school and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and so this is a basketball and football story, and y'all all know crazy Steve McMillan. He was the crazy character of the bunch. He was always trying to scare everybody, man. <laughs> And so one time he decided, uh, for the Dembo, you know, he was real He was real scary anyway. He always scared of McMillan because McMillan just jumped out of nowhere and scared the daylights out of him. And so one time <clears throat> McMillan curled up into this little closet that we had in the bunkhouse, if y'all remember those little closets. Yeah. And, uh, and McMillan's just waiting for Dembo to come in there. And as soon as Dembo came in there, he opened up his closet, and, man, Dimbo ran down that dog on bunkhouse so fast. He, he would never go anywhere else by himself that whole summer because McMillan uh, was in the bunkhouse, man, and that joke was crazy. I don't know if y'all remember that story. Glove, I don't know if you remember that or not. Glove, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. But my story is, you know, it just uh, – just everybody, when we all get together and go eat in the bunkhouse, the bunkhouse, you know, all the listeners out there where all the athletes, the football, basketball, the women, basketball, volleyball, we go eat. We all go eat. And we go in there and we just had the best time. Everybody laughing, talking about each other, you know, and having fun. You know, I had to make it clean because of the listeners, you know. So I got to tell <laughs> the, the Diamond Horseshoe stories and all that. So I'm going to keep it clean. But, you know, just having, you know, everybody in the bunk house having fun, everybody looking out for each other, you know, and that's how it was, you know, when we was back there in Wyoming. Well, what happened was that uh, uh, love would be in there, and see, people would be coming in all love, and we'd be rolling because you would just 
anybody walk in, you start bagging on them as soon as they came in. And, and some people just had to get, eat real fast. They probably got indigestion, indigestion because they ate so fast. They were trying to get out of there before Love and got a hold of them, man. We all got to The road show was about to start. <laughs> yeah, it was about to start. Loud. You was hoping you was hoping you wasn't the person that day. <laughs> I, I miss Mac Miller because Mac Miller hated me. I used to always call. I gotta get him on the show. He's like be both mad at me. I was like Mac Miller. I used to call him Wolf. You know, I gotta get Mac Miller. We call him Chewbacca. Yeah. Y'all remember we'd be in the bunkhouse and uh, you try to get Peter Gunn to dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do all that break dance? Nah, man. I don't want to dance. You know you really wanted to. <laughs> I got I got some diamond horseshoe stories too. You know I mean that Rod. You know about that Rod. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember no stories about the diamond horseshoe man. <laughs> Glove, give us a buckhouse story. I know you got a clean one. Oh, you know, um, a buckhouse story. Oh man, I don't. I never lived in a bunkhouse. Okay, it was a oh, dorm. Uh, you was in a dorm. How, you know, a fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the one thing, you know, one thing, I was the one that took Galen on his recruiting trip when he came to me. I didn't know that. You did? Oh, yeah. That's the reason yeah, why I came to Wyoming. I mean, was glad to him on my recruiting trip. Well, tell us about that. Oh, no. Galen was, Galen was fine. We was, uh, you know, you know, do the normal recruiting trip there. You take him out to dinner, snowmobile and all that. You yeah. had to recruit back to the dorm room. I think I had to have you and Jackie, uh, Galen. Yeah, yeah, I remember we had me and, and Mark. Yeah, yeah, Galen. Was recruiting ship. You know, he tried to get Galen. He wasn't. He wasn't a drinker, which was a good thing because he was still in high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think at the time he had a girlfriend, and I might have taken the TD. But we really didn't want to go to TD. Galen had a girlfriend. That's so, new. Yeah. <laughs> we pretty much just pretty much had the dorm room and. You know, I think if I'd have had a Bible, he'd have probably wanted to read that. But Galen's <laughs> <laughs> never, you know, the good thing with Galen's never been one of those guys. You know, he's always, like I said, he's always been a good man. So it's really nothing negative. You know, I can say except for the, I can't remember the one time Galen. Remember the, the young lady you bought the ice cream cone for? And she fell in love with you. <laughs> What's that? What's that? What did he say? <laughs> really no one, a young lady in college bought the ice cream cone for us. She fell in love with you. You <laughs> <laughs> said yeah, no man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kevin Lowe went too, because Kevin Lowe was seeking after that girl too. And I think I think it was from Coco. I bought it from Coco or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you must have never had none before. Yeah, exactly. Most most people buy roses and candy. He buy them ice cream and fun. What did he say, Rock? Yeah, must never had no Coco. That's a good Coco. God, oh, I love you all. <laughs> Oh, a sizzler or something like that. Jalen buys an ice cream cone for twenty five cents. Hey, hey, Rod, man, y'all don't understand. It's not. It's the Hey, I remember the story of Galen when Sean Wiggins got married, right? Oh Lord, so, I knew you was gonna bring that up. Yeah, man. I got to. I don't care. Oh Lord, I, I don't care, Galen. I got to bust you out. Sean Wiggins got married, friend of mine. So we at the wedding, at the reception, and Galen, you know, we get up. And I don't know who got Galen dressed. Maybe he got dressed in the dark, but he had this jacket on that was so short. He looked like 
the monkey, you know, these long arms he got, and the, the <laughs> sleeves came up to his, like, elbow, you know. I'm like, Galen, did you get dressed in the dark? <laughs> you know? Hey, but you got to realize, he's saying this in front of everybody. Yeah. It ain't like he's just saying it to us. He's up there in front of everybody saying that. Well, remember, he did it during the toast. He's the best man. <laughs> and he's supposed to toast the bride groom. And he had to post it on my dog on coast. They ain't got nothing to do with the bride and groom. He's talking about somebody Jay. Hey, guys. Well, listen to this. Hey, Midget, are you there? What do you think I'm of that? I'm here, love. But you, you know what, man? I wasn't at the wedding, but that sounds like something Galen would have on. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got to ask right, one more boy. thing. Was his hands ashy? Oh, ashy. <laughs> like, he can start the fire on the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> hey, he do that, man. Two gallons of lotion. You've been punching bags of flour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta play. We gotta play Glover for that. Cause Glove supposed to be mentoring him. You know, come on, Glove. He can went to the dollar store, got some lotion for Galen. I'm like Galen, who got you dressed? <laughs> Hey, I, you know, you're supposed to be toasting the bride and groom, man. You ain't supposed to be focusing on my coat. We should have toasted your hands and that jacket you had on. <laughs> his son was about eight years old. I think Gator just slipped in his son's jacket was running late. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to know how to have a bow tie on. <laughs> I had no bow tie on, boy. You crazy? <laughs> a bow tie on with a tank top. <laughs> hey, hey, love. And a cummerbund. Hey, Remember you uh, talking about you, you was gonna get love? I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I can't believe you even made that challenge. Tyson, Missy, where you at? I'm, I'm hey, in Denver. Hey, tell them guys about when you guys were down in Arizona. Hold on, Midget. We're going to take a break. When you come back, you can tell that story. <laughs> I got Robert Midget on the line. Rod hey, Tyson. You see how you got to take a break now, Midget? <laughs> you see how you got to take a break now? You see that? Gator Thaxton, Eric Glover on the line. We'll be back with this Wyoming reunion when I come back and loving that sports talk. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on kwame lassiter's sports talk it's on the voice america sports network every tuesday at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern time get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports that's kwame lassiter's sports talk on the voice america sports network your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Galen Saxon, Eric Glover, Robert Midget, and Rod Tyson on the line. And I'd definitely like to throw it out there, listen to everybody around. We're going to try and get that more like next week where the start of the show where we can all, you know, talk a little bit more. So hopefully they can call it, you know, next week or whenever we can set up a time. But, um, Robert Midget, you got a story that Eric Glover wants you to get out there, you know. And, uh, and then before we leave, guess, you know, everybody out there like this. So everybody know, because I always get my callers. When they send me emails, they want to know what everybody does so they can send emails personal to them about some nice emails. So um, so um, I like my um, guests to tell about themselves and all that. Go ahead, Robert. Well, as everybody knows, I've been on the show before, and uh, <laughs> I hadn't seen James in years. This was back in 2008. I hadn't seen James in years. So I'm in Phoenix, and I call him up, and, and we're going to hook up. We're going to have a good time. We're going to pick up like we were back in college. So we're going to go out to this nice little spot, eat some dinner, you know, hang out with the pretty people over there in Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> so we, meet, we plan to meet up on a Friday night. I put on some jeans, and, and love, I'm almost going to throw it out there right now. I had on a tight shirt. Yeah, I did have one. <laughs> Midget wear tight stuff, you know, everybody. Yeah, he, he. I, I, I held a tight shirt. And so I'm walking from my car over to the spot, and I hear this. This guy saying, hey, Midget, hey, Midget. Now, keep in mind, I hadn't seen James in 10 years. So I remember James being felt wide receiver NFL-looking type guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I look over and I see this guy in a three-piece suit <laughs> with a pocket watch hanging out of his head. <laughs> and, and I had to do a double tape. He kept on calling me. I'm like, man, I think that's James Loving over there. So I walk over, and why does this man lay hands on my forehead? And say, <laughs> <laughs> the devil be out of you, son. The devil be out of you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, James Loving. I'm gonna kill you, bitch. You know I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I look over the guy and I see this guy in this tight shirt like you say you'll put that banana in a tailpipe trick <laughs> I'm not going to fall for the banana in a tailpipe <laughs> midget like just muscles everywhere with a, a, a size extra small shirt on you know he got to walk like the robot because he's so tight he don't want to bust out of that shirt <laughs> Glove, am I right with a with a one piece on? What's that glove we call a onesie? <laughs> the tape top wrapped around his body, around his butt, a onesie <laughs> with boots on. <laughs> like Midget, what are you wearing? This is not the cowboy bar. <laughs> he had a onesie on, and then he had a fade with a shag in the back. <laughs> Hey, you know what, love? As good as a wide receiver as you was, man, your fingers are so short, you look like you had 10 thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you snag a ball going anywhere within 10 yards of it. Tell them how you do it with 10 thumbs, man. How you do it? 
Come on, Glove. You're supposed to be on my side. Get them off me, Glove. <laughs> well, definitely, hey, a few years back, James came down to my kid's birthday party. <laughs> so I said, hey, yeah, you know, one of my buddies from college is coming down, blah, blah, blah. My father, mother, all the family told her. And uh, James shows up. Like I said, I hadn't seen him since, you know, a few years. And James walked in. And I'd already told my dad, I said, yeah, he played wide receiver for the Eagles. He said, that little fat mother. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a center. I said, no, he was a boy. He was a boy, wide receiver. My body ain't that bad. Now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's all good. <laughs> But, about midget, midget came late, right? Yeah. And, and if there's ever a story to be told, I'm sure everybody on the phone has a midget story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and me and midget ruled for a while. But I mean, I got, you know, countless midget stories. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep it clean, though. Got to keep it clean. Oh, always, always. But the one, the one thing you can guarantee about midget is midget's going to have a smile that'll light up the room. And, and he's going to have a tight shirt on. Tight shirt. You're going to have a tight shirt. <laughs> the day doesn't go by that midget won't, won't wear a tight shirt. He was yeah, standing yeah. there a while back, and we were going out one night. And who was the midget? It was me, you, somebody else. It was a couple of us going out. It was Jack. It was Jack and uh, Kifo. Okay. And somehow... One of the, some of the women at this place we went to, they thought Midget was a porn star. At the bar, literally, women are running up to him saying, "I know you. I know you." There you go. You got some confession to make, Miss. Hey, we, well, we might our time run out, but anyway, Glove, I just want to throw that out there. Tonight, I'm going to the movie, and I'm gonna get some popcorn. Me and my girl gonna have. We gonna have. We gonna have just a. Um, one thing of popcorn and one drink, and but we table. We got four minutes to close. Go, glove, go ahead and tell everybody where you're from. <laughs> glove, you there? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Eric Glover. I live in San Diego, California. I work with uh, the state of California. Private contracts, uh, guys getting out of prison, parole, drug treatment, counseling, all the above. Drug te- detox and uh. Glove and I, I get a bunch of emails, so when I, people like to send emails, so I just send it forward to you, and you can respond. You know, you know, give out. So I got a couple okay. that from last time you know I got sent to you anyway too, Glove. So you know, okay. people send emails saying thank you know tell Glover you know if I'm ever out you know we like to you know so. Um, Galen, you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, I go. Uh, Galen Thaxton, uh, actually still live in Laramie, Wyoming, and uh, I'm an insurance agent with State Farm Insurance. And uh, 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 I'd like to say, uh, Glove has probably led the way as far as people from our era getting education and and, uh, and getting his degree. He led the way in that. You know, he stuck around a little longer after he played football, got his degree, and you know, we all watched that, and we all want to do suit. We want to do it anyway. But watching Glove go through their sacrifice and stand in Larrabee, Wyoming, and get his degree was really um, uh, inspiration to all of us, I believe. So, well, thank you, Gary. I couldn't even say that. Go ahead, Rod. You want to go next, Rod Tyson? Yeah, sure. Uh, Rod Tyson. I'm living in Larrabee, Wyoming. I'm a director of a uh, cathedral home for children, 
troubled youth, you know, all those things. I'm also a high school girls basketball coach, and I've been here for, right now, another 20 years. Uh, that's in Lammy, Wyoming. Yep. You want to go next, Rob Midget? Uh, Robert Midget. I uh, live in Denver, Colorado. I've <laughs> been here almost 20 years now. And um, almost the last 20 years have been working for State Farm Insurance with our catastrophe claims handling group. And i just like to say, you know, um, y'all welcome every time on the show. I'd like to do this again next week, everybody, and like get more of the guys that we play with. You give them the call in on the show. Let's do this again. And definitely like to thank just being friends with everybody. And i like to throw that out there, too, what you said, Galen. Uh, I know, like, um, oh, about six years ago, I went through something with my divorce, all like that. And um, I bug Glover every day, but he picked up my call every time, and he talked me through what I went through. So you're right, Galen. Glover paved the way for all of us, you know, even when I'm coming back, like Rod Tyson out there with me, when we would come back for things, but... So I just like to say, Glover, you know, hats off to you what you've done for all of us, man, for real. And you know what I'm talking about, Glover, because I blew you up with your phone. Am I right? Come on, no, it's all good. No, nah, man, he called me too. He called me, check all y'all. All, I, I, y'all my brothers, man. I love all y'all. Just want to let y'all know that. I don't want to go yeah. sing Kumbaya with y'all nothing, but yeah. I love y'all. Like, <laughs> now, you know you want to read, sing some Kumbaya. Yeah, Come yeah. On. <laughs> Well, I just like to say we all go out, you know, and 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 get Midget a, a size five X or something, you know, make him feel comfortable, you know, Midget, because those shirts you wear kind of make me feel like, you know, I'm like I just want to grab and and hold you, I just, you know, but I'm scared that you're gonna break out of that shirt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a name at you, man. Throw a name, bro. You need, you need to get a, a somebody on here, and I'll definitely call in on that show. Okay. You need to get hives now. Yeah, yeah, I got Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> got to get high. We can hear him on the next show. I, I'll call, too, because he's been calling me, too. We got to get him on there. All right. <laughs> but thank you guys for calling in, and um, I'll be in contact with you guys. And, um, man, please stay um safe. All right. Thank All right. you. All right. This is, man. this is James Lovey, and I love hosting shows like that, the guys that I've been with, you know. And, you know, like like Galen and them say, we're all brothers, and we love each other, and, um, just like another show, James Loving, um, hosting, loving that sports talk. Great show when it's like this. Tune in next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.